Inside Westminster, Chapter 249, Tom Tit. Try not to fret, Annabel said to her husband, Prince Edmund. I know it's easier said than done, but th- let's wait till we really have something to worry about. As ever, the prince knew his wife was telling the hard truth. He knew there was nothing he could do about how innocent words could be twisted to give wholly the wrong impression. "'You know, I was only querying if their child would be fair and freckly like Teddy,' moaned Prince Edmund. "'How can that be classed as racism?' "'I know, my dear,' cajoled Annabel, adding, "'I've always been suspicious of the motivation of a certain type of person.' They can be so manipulative that whatever you do or say can be woven into a web of deceit and inaccuracies. Well, harumphed Prince Edmund, at the moment there's nothing I can do. And anyway, I'm off to Barbados tomorrow. But the pair may be right, and we're witnessing the start of the end of our monarchy. Certainly the monarchy as we've known it. Yes, endorsed Annabel, continuing, and I do hope the latest court findings in favour of dear Sass won't give her added zeal. In a different corridor of power, Sir Kieran Hardy was putting his reshuffle into action and his deputy leader, when asked timely and incisive questions, was put on the spot on TV as, mid-interview, it was clear that she hadn't got a clue about what her boss was up to. In her dismal cell in a high-security prison in New York, Anushka Blackwell stood in front of the misscratched, misted mirror and for once was glad she couldn't fully see her reflection as she knew what she'd C would literally be a shadow of her former self. The next six weeks were going to be her one and only chance not to spend the rest of her life in prison. How could it have come to this? She kept asking herself, though if she allowed herself to properly reflect, the answer was staring her in the face. We French President Maron was in hysterical mood, How dare the UK PM publish a letter to him about the small boats crisis on Twitter for every Tom, Dick and Harry to see? Il est le clown, et Westminster est le circus, he kept shouting at no one in particular, which only had the effect of making him look exactly what he was accusing Potty of embodying, a stupid little joker. So, as a retaliation, he ordered the rescinding of an invitation for the British Home Secretary, Nifty Cadvar, to attend a meeting in Paris about the most recent small boat incident, which had tragically cost the lives of 27 innocent men, women and children, whose only crime had been to want a better life. Why are we gifting £54 million to the French government to pay towards the management of the Channel Migrant Crossings when the wee man clearly hates everything to do with the UK? Or is it that he simply can't get over the fact that we've left the club? Cadvar said to her husband, Max Allen, as she was leaving for yet another depressing day facing the failure of the country's immigration policy. And added to all the gloom, the arrival on our shores of the most unwelcome guest of all, a new, more transmissible variant of Covid, which came along with accusations that the Prime Minister and a close coterie of colleagues had broken Covid rules by illegally parting in the run-up to last Christmas. Ptolemy Trudge-Jones simply couldn't understand how humourless and glooming the whole nation had become, remarking to Mandy, why shouldn't we let our hair down once in a blue moon? It's not as though every Tom... Tit has been saving the nation. 
Mandy's response was to do a loud shushing noise as Hector had started to copy every single syllable that left his father's mouth and she didn't want him tom-titting in front of the cameras. What the leader of our great nation needed more than anything was a rest from the fraught chaos of his entire premiership, unexpectedly gifted by the arrival of the pandemic shortly after Potty had taken over the reins of power. Rest, Potty had wearily guffawed to his friend Willoughby Knight Johnston, who'd popped into Potty's office for a quick heads up on the cocaine crisis hitting their hallowed halls. Is something is one thing that I'll not be getting for the foreseeable future, what with the arrival of the new baby any day now. KJ harumphed his agreement, saying, Well, old chum, pity you can't buy in a nanny like ours. Don't know where I'd have got to without her. She's been wiping everyone's bottom since she started with my eldest brother over 50 years ago. Potty just gloomily shrugged his shoulders, knowing that such luxuries were totally out of the question, given his current financial situation. How he wished life's enemy, timing, hadn't cheated him, well and truly. He rued the fact that had Matt Shrove not screwed over his premiership bid all those years ago, he probably still he'd, he'd probably still have been married to the inestimable Sophia with with Scarlet on the side, and he'd been he'd have been prime minister back then in a financially secure situation, and having avoided the terrible pandemic. Now his finances were all done by the seat of his pants, sliding precariously along Skid Row, living from one monthly paycheck to the next. And Mandy, who'd been allowed to be a big spender all her single life by her parents, simply didn't get how tight things were. Sophia, too, out of spite, had understandably taken him to the cleaners, even though she had enough dosh to live more than comfortably for the rest of her life and his children, by her, were more financially demanding than ever. Potty realised he'd been working non-stop since he could remember, and he'd, he hadn't managed to stem the flow of his outgoings, let alone build a nest egg for the future. It was too, too depressing, so he decided that, as with all his many other problems, he'd park it right at the back of his mind and work hard on forgetting them all. It did cross his mind whether a tiny line would help grease his wheels and put him in a better mood to face the onslaught coming his way every time he went upstairs to the flat. Had she, had she no idea of the pressure I'm under, Potty would often think, but recently had come to the conclusion that she did, but that the problem was that she simply didn't care. What on earth does the future hold was a constant nagging doubt to which our exhausted leader had no answer.